ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Australia is made possible because of you, our listeners, and all of our valued supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to support us and keep this show getting even better, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com. Yeah, that was good, Jonathan. I was going to interrupt you, but I couldn't come up with a funny bit. once given a hint <laughs> on how to sing like Elton John if you want to sing like Elton oh, John. Oh, how, how do you sing like Elton John? You sing like you don't have teeth. <laughs> so you just go, I hope it don't mind. I hope it don't mind. Or if you do like that Dido song, thank you. My teeth gone cold, I wonder why. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah he sang that song with uh, Eminem. Uh, Eminem, That's, he did. That was the. But there was nothing homophobic about it. <laughs> sure wasn't. <laughs> there weren't nothing homophobic about it. <laughs> do you, hey, do you know it's our friend anniversary? Yes, according our to Facebook our Facebook friend anniversary, which today. is probably like the day after we met or something. No, I remember just running home. <laughs> I actually I have to friend this man on Facebook. <laughs> I was thinking about it this before morning. midnight. <laughs> <laughs> or you turn into a pumpkin. Yeah, I I was thinking about it this morning, and uh, I think I probably. Um, I've known you for a few weeks, and because you have so many, uh, like, Facebook friend requests, I think I had to ask you to add me. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it happens, uh, like, um, once in a while that I have too many requests, and I can't add any more requests, so I have to delete some requests. I'm just going to turn your volume up a little bit. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so so... That's always a, like a fun thing to do, to go over the friend requests. Now, which ones will definitely never be my friends? Do you get the <laughs> fake ones that everyone else gets in Iceland? Uh, like Basti Lurbush? I used to, yeah. And then I just turned off uh, like an option where so only friends of friends can apply. Mm. It's uh, a famous person filter. It's a famous person filter. But I always, I always find it... Um, hilarious when you see in someone's Facebook profile who is, you know, Jenny, uh, not Jenny from the block, but like mm. Jenny who works in accounting for a hardware store in the middle of now anger up Western Australia, yeah. um, who says, if I don't know you, you can't be my friend on Facebook. Mm. It's like, oh, wow, <laughs> you should be so lucky lady. <laughs> Uh, the fake ones I got were usually very like 
basically just pictures of cleavages. Yeah. And uh, which, you know... I'm interested, though, because the ones I get, they say, like, it's obviously, like, if you look who their profile is, I have many picture, private show, come watch me, boobs, clitoris, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> boobs, I, I search for husband. Um, <laughs> but it always says, you know, that their name is um, Angela uh, Winkle from you know Newcastle Vic- oh, Newcastle yeah, yeah. New South Wales do they yeah. say does it like say you know um yeah it's, it's well, aus- some, something like that aus- it's, this <laughs> something. It's, it's also also very uh, interesting to see which friends of yours have fallen into the I trap know. and you go like oh, oh I thought you were so- <laughs> it's like I discovering thought- your favorite celebrities a Scientologist <laughs> <laughs> it's like I thought you were yeah. smart yeah like very like into Intellectual people often like the uh, boobs, yeah. Which uh, is it's well, it's understandable. It's a human thing. You want the boobs, I think. I oh. mean, they some, some people some want people the boobs. yeah, yeah. Well, when you were a baby, you wanted the boobs. I did want yes. the boobs. So, I think I was bottle fed very young, though. Well, okay, because oh, my so mother had inverted nipples. Happened. So that's how they make gays. That's how they make gays. And my brother was too. Keep them away from boobs. Yeah. That's an interesting, because <laughs> my two sisters were breastfed through through all of their infancy. But right. me and my brother were bottle fed because during the pregnancy, my mother's nipples inverted mm. and they didn't pop out. So she couldn't do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Inverted? I didn't know that. It's, that. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing that happens. It's very common. Causes a lot of new mothers stress. And uh, I've met a my It's happened to my sister. Um, when she had her daughter and she found it very difficult to breastfeed and she had a lot of pressure from the Leos mothers. Uh, the light mothers. The light mothers, the midwives. She had a lot of pressure from them saying that if she couldn't bottle feed, um, then she's not giving her child the the best. So she had she kind of got like a depression because the midwives made her feel like a failure as a mother because her body was biologically incapable of breastfeeding. Yeah, um... Midwives, it's 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 a beautiful word for it in Iceland. Like light mother, light mother of light. But uh, I feel like uh, yeah, but midwives can be like that's those are bossy people. Mm. They always are bossy in the movies. They're, they, ne- they're uh, never fun. They're never fun in the well, movies. Well, I mean, childbirth is a dangerous thing. Yeah, but they're always just. Uh, They're humorless. They're humorless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember That's the stereotypical midwife is a humorless human. I remember my 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 ex sister in law when she had her son. Uh, we went to visit her, and the midwife was making a house call. Yeah, and so me and you know my ex, we were making lots of because he's he's a doctor. Yeah, um, and she was having difficulty like her with breastfeeding because it was very painful, and her son didn't want to take it, and. Um, we were all making jokes, including his sister. Mm. She was not having any of it. No. She no. asked for us to be removed from the room. Stop joking. Yeah. Yo, this oh. is a very serious matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how have you been? I've been great. Yeah. Uh, what's been happening in my life? That is the question. Um, I've been just... Uh, Finishing up a few books mm-hmm. in the preparation for Christmas. In preparation for Christmas, and 
I have been playing a lot of video games. I've been uh, uh, like you just witnessed. Yeah, I came here. I was just deep inside. I've been like engulfed by this video game for the past past eight months or so. The one you were just playing, yeah, called Horizon Zero Dawn, in which I play play a young female redhead mm. in a distant post-apocalyptic future, in which. Uh, humanity has reverted back to uh, like tribal stone age kind of people uh-huh. with elements of technology with elements of tech well not stone age but just they're gone they're uh, they, uh, they are just uh, using bows and arrows and such mm-hmm. but there are like uh, machine animals roaming the land which I sometimes slaughter in order to get parts for traps and such or you reprogram them yeah, I can override them with a stick. Uh-huh. I found <laughs> <laughs> with a stick you found. <laughs> oh. Yeah, a stick. Yeah, remember when, a st- when a, if you could if if you found a good stick somewhere, you keep it. You keep it, and yeah. that will be your stick. That is my stick. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I remember doing and it. And go. Or somebody else would pick up the stick and go, "Hey, that's my stick." <laughs> Hands up, my stick. Walk around with the stick and poke it at things. And sometimes it's a lightsaber, and sometimes, sometimes it's a walking stick. Yeah. Sometimes it's a ninja staff. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah, sometimes it's a reaching <laughs> stick. It's a, the, the, if you can find a good stick, it will be your best friend for a while. Yeah, for at least a day and a half. I always used to collect sticks after thunderstorms. Because they would, the lightning would strike trees. Right. And as a kid, you'd believe that if the tree had been struck by lightning, a stick from it must be magical because the lightning was in the tree. I would say so. So yes. you, on yes. the way home from school, you'd always look for the trees that had been struck by lightning, mm-hmm. which I realized that makes Australia sound way more apocalyptic than it should. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's the apocalyptic country. Like, it's... It's uh, like both Mad Max and Tank Girl take place in Australia. Yeah, and The Matrix was shot there. Mm, Yeah. And some of the Star Wars's. And the Star Wars's. Some of the Star Wars's were shot there as well. Yes. I would say, of course, like a a stick from a tree that has been struck by lightning, it sounds like something a witch would use to have to stir up. I have to stir this broth with a stick. With a lightning stick. Yes. Go, kid. Find me a lightning stick. Find me. If you found one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that didn't take as long. (laughs) Well, you just amuse yourselves. I'll start the brew. (laughs) Pretend the stick is a lightsaber. Broke it. Oh, well, now you must fight. Found one. (laughs) Where do you keep finding these? here all of these trees have been struck by lightning you live in a weird place lady yeah yes it's called australia australia oh man i've had so many you saw my tweet the other day what about how icelanders are so like oh we're so laid back because of the extreme weather oh no we'll be quick to the panic room yes that's that's very good and i actually i i found like a of late because spring was around and summer was around I found towards the end of it I started getting irritated yeah. every time an Icelander freaked out over a bee yeah well it's an Icelandic thing and 
Uh, now Icelanders when bees first came to Iceland everyone was afraid of bees and what do you mean when they first came well, well, well I thought the, bees are when everywhere the first bee immigrants came to uh, uh, Iceland so they boat. were introduced yeah they came on a tiny little boat and uh, well before they came to the mainland they stopped at this tiny little island with a tiny little bee statue of liberty and <laughs> <laughs> Libby Island? Yes. <laughs> and then you were, had me. Then they were gathered and huddled and had to go through customs and then they started their col- small colonies. Libby Island. In Iceland. And, uh, and then when they started. Then. <clears throat> When I'd been here for a little while, then they started to like integrate and started trying to mess with us. And yeah. Of course, we were afraid of them. And they still to... want to speak their own language. Yeah. You know, buzzing know. around. Have their own neighborhood. Yeah, creating yeah. pollen in their homes. Yes. And I'm sh- like, I heard, this is just a rumor I heard, but I heard they jerk off into the food that they sell us. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is there like a weird honey taste to everything? <laughs> Yeah, I I heard they work in gangs and they all, you know, are associated with one queen. Oh, yeah. You know that queen? No, she doesn't perform at the (laughs) accident. Oh, Oh, that was nice. That was so weird. That was a really good story. It was a great story. Um... But on that note, yeah, I am Icelandic, and I am Australian, <laughs> and together we are Australia. Australia began in a big, big land, then moved to a small one in the ocean. Home. Oh, I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to put it all on you this time. Oh, uh, I'm getting worse at it. Yeah, this is early. It yeah, is early. Yeah, in the day. We, we've been sober for the last tapings of Australia. We're usually a bit tipsy. Yeah. But now we're sober. Yeah, we well, think the audience can uh, smell the difference? Well, I know I can. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Uh, what was that? Yeah, and it's it's been. I've already been doing shit. I went to the bank this morning. Ugh. Responsible stuff because I'm possibly moving house. You're moving possibly to Baldur's Gate. Yeah, which is your street. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be neighbors, maybe. Yes, that'd be nice. Yeah. You're walking down the street and say hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. I'm yes. quite the other end. We though. could do neighborhood watch together. <laughs> we can form a vigilante group A vigilante group with sticks <laughs> Lightning sticks? Yes, lightning sticks Impossible to fight yes, here Yes, that's the only way to fight the bees With lightning sticks <laughs> <laughs> If the, you can find the lightning stick You can control the bees Because the Baldur's Gate is right next to Bee neighborhood <laughs> Or the Bieberhood Bieber yeah, They're all very much They're all also believers The bees <laughs> That's their, that's their god. <laughs> the bees have it. <laughs> uh, bees always make me think of that line in The Simpsons. You know when Homer gets the sugar? 
Yeah. And they go they go to the the um there there's a flash to the beehive place. Mm-hmm. He's like, Do you hear that? No. Nothing. Yes. Uh presence of bees make a humming sound. <laughs> no humming suggests no bees. <laughs> ha. That's to true. the bee mobile. You mean your Buick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, we could do uh, we could do like <clears throat> stakeouts, um, uh, like with walkie talkies. Yeah, and uh, it's too far to get uh, two cans and a piece of string. We could do like we could try like I have it's uh, for like four blocks. You could have a piece of string <laughs> stopping traffic, <laughs> and we could hang little notes on a string saying, "Don't worry, we are on the B watch." Oh. Uh, <clears throat> And uh, so whenever I, I see bees coming on my end of Baldur's Gate, I will, uh, I will, I will notify you, and you can come to, you can run over to me. Yeah, and we will. Because uh, I am not afraid of the bees. You're not afraid of the bees. You're yeah. from a country with uh, with worse bees. With worse bees, yes. Yeah, yeah. We have African bees. Yeah, your bees were already or were already there when you moved in. They, uh, I think some of them were introduced. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. How was, the, the, how was the introduction? Uh, worse bee? Let me introduce a slightly worse bee. <laughs> Australian bee, because Austra- native Australian bees don't sting. Oh. But the, we have European and African bees. They, they just throw shade. They just throw shade. They, they don't sting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the amount of drag terms you use now <laughs> is just astonishing. <laughs> But I really like the idea of having walkie-talkies, and then you could be like, you know, those kids' movies in the 80s, where they always had walkie-talkies and were um, speaking to each other through their Mm -hmm. houses, and then they have to somehow come together to fight an evil that none of their parents can see. Yeah, yeah, I remember a childhood like that. Yeah. We had aliens, what was yours? Aliens? Yeah, there was a a UFO that crash-landed in uh, my backyard and my parents didn't wake up because of volume. Yeah. And uh, so me and the other kids had to ride over to Death Cove on our uh, BMXs. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, to pick up lightning sticks. <laughs> wow, yeah. mine wasn't quite like that. We had to use our walkie-talkies to speak to each other to fight the uh, the genocide. Oh, uh, the genocide! The genus, the the massive genocide that was of the of the the um, uh, secret tree people who were being killed by the bees. By the bees, mm. yes, yes. It's all always comes back to the bees. The bees have it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, hey, have you done anything embarrassing this week? Yes, you have. Is it time for the, the embarrassment, embarrassment of the week? embarrassment of the week. Lip blorp. <laughs> <laughs> What's your embarrassment? Um, the embarrassment of the week is the fact that well, hmm, hmm. Let's talk politics. Oh. And pedophilia. Because <laughs> they go hand in hand. <laughs> because in Iceland, they go hand in hand. Oh, my. How, how as they would I say, mean, if you're, like, in a, a bogan area, how embarrassment. How embarrassment? How embarrassment. Oh, much embarrassment. Much, very much, much embarrassment. Much, much embarrassment, Iceland. Uh, because uh, we, uh, I mean... Okay, we you need to... 
explain. Yes. I mean, I mean, this might be the, the the episode in which we explain to the Outlanders what yeah. the, what the funk is going on over here in the land of ice, the uptown funk of Iceland. Yep. Well, very uptown, because uh, it's the official uptown uh, polit- uh, political party called Sjálfstæðisflokkurinn, also mm-hmm. known as the Independent Party. Who are traditionally quite conservative. Yes, they yeah. are conservative, but they're also like, uh, they're the money party. And this is the same party who got rid of a prime minister because he was involved in the Panama Papers. <coughs> and then yeah, no, replaced... Well, there was, there, was, uh, there was a party called... Uh, <coughs> Uh, Framsorgenflokkurinn, which mm-hmm. means the Progressive Party, which is uh, I guess uh, we could call it an oxymoron because yeah. they're not very progressive. They're Same in Australia, the Liberal Party is yeah. conservative. Yeah, it's yeah. so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And also, like uh, uh, I, I always wonder about the demo, demo, Democratic the Democratics and the Republicans. So the Democratics are more left more left, but they are kind of like Sjálfstæðisflokkurinn. Sjálfstæðisflokkurinn, which is independent party here, they are just slightly less uh, right-leaning than the Democratic Party, but the Democratic Party is the left party of the United States, which is kind of fucked up. But the Republicans, they they don't hate democracy, they just hate democratics. And the Democrats, they don't hate the Republic, they just hate the Republicans. Yeah. They should find better names. Yeah, they always they should. should. find people like, names like the Bee People. <laughs> and the Lightning Sticks. <laughs> or, the, or the Secret Tree People. Who did you vote for? Lightning Stick or Bee? I voted for Secret Tree. The Tree or Bee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to Tree or, or to Bee? <laughs> that is the question. But... Oh. However, yes, okay, I'm getting confused in uh, semantics. Uh, so, okay, the, the Progressive Party got rid of, well, they had the Prime Minister of the time, was a guy called Sigmundur David, mm. who, had, who was uh, a, a part of the big uh, Panama corruption, yeah. and was internationally humiliated by a Swedish journalist. Which, if you have not seen this video, it is worth watching. It is beautiful. And um, <clears throat> then uh, there was uh, uh, yet another protest, and they got rid of him, and then there was another election, and we voted uh, Independent Party, which was uh, had members who were also connected to the whole Panama scandal. Mm. But we didn't give a shit, because we already... Uh, Got rid of the progressive party guy who is uh, a lot more unattractive than the independent party this guy. This is true. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, that's... You, you, you favoured for Justin, the Justin Trudeau. Yes, I mean... looks. <laughs> yeah, kind of. He is a, he is a pretty man, uh, a pretty ish for a politician. He has a large uh, chin. Yeah, he looks like he looks like when Shrek became human. For, yeah, yeah, he, he does. He looks like if Buzz Lightyear would take off his spacesuit and put on a suit. Yeah, he he. To me, he's not. I don't find him attractive, but I get why people think he's attractive. Yeah. Uh, I always want to like put both my like my fig, my middle finger and my pointing finger up his nostrils because they just look so fingery. Yeah. <laughs> Look like the design for putting your fingers up them. Have you noticed? <laughs> yeah. Now that you say it, yeah. yeah. It looks like a bull which you could drag 
along. With your two fingers. This is how the rest of the party leads him. Oh, yes. Oh, it's a very political analogy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Bjarni Ben is this guy. And he became uh, the... The Prime Minister of Iceland after weeks of trying to decide how the government was going to be because one party didn't want to work with the other and the other one didn't want to work with another and uh, it was just a, well it was a circus uh, and um, and all the political comedians of Iceland were going like please stop being funnier than our jokes yeah. why is politics like this these days and uh, America said you're telling me and uh, so we uh, decided to have a party based on three parties, which was independent party, which is mm-hmm. the big boss. Mm-hmm. And then there was a Vidrest, which is, uh, was, is uh, a bunch of people who once were a part of an independent party, but didn't like some of the shit that they were doing. So they did their own tiny little independent party called Vidrest, which sound, almost sounds like erection. Okay. But like a race... Mm. <clears throat> and um, so there was a tiny erection in the independent party and then Björt Framtid which is uh, uh, a party with a lot of my friends actually in it mm-hmm. they were f- first in a party called the best party which was a comedy party uh, uh, created by Jón Gnar and I was a part of that party uh-huh. that was a fun party and uh, <clears throat> So, by the best party won the uh, city elections. Mm-hmm. So, Jongnar became mayor. Yes. And then later they started... Jongnar, a very famous comedian. Yeah, very yeah. famous comedian. And he was a good mayor, in my uh, opinion. I didn't really just... I didn't really watch the news and see uh, if he was doing a good job, but I trust the guy. Yeah. However... <clears throat> Uh, he got out of it, uh, which I think was a smart move because the joke kind of the punchline was when he won the election, mm. and then the joke became less and less funny because mm. it's just reality, and mm. reality ruins everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, the best party changed its name into Björt Framtid, which has the same initials BF, and uh, I uh, uh, and Björt Framtid means a bright future. Which is not as funny as the best party. No. So that's when I uh, I resigned from that party. Well, I didn't resign. I just unfollow. I like I uh, resigned from the email uh, conversation. Okay. We okay. had like an email discussion every time I see the people in best party talking about things, and I could be a part of the discussion. I when I turned to the Bert Framti, I thought, oh, this is kind of hippy dippy. Mm. Well, we're gonna sit around a fire and say kumbaya. And so uh, I kind of left the party. <clears throat> but I said, good luck to you all. Mm-hmm. And they ended up ruling the country along with the uh, what the, all of the members of the Björt Framtid formerly called like the enemies of mm-hmm. the country. But now they're working with the enemy, sleeping with the enemy. I don't know if it was a good choice for them or a bad choice for them because you keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. That's a political thing you could do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell them how to do that job because it's a very uh, uninteresting job to me and very boring politics are. Yes. But they're also very <clears throat> important. That's the, that's the annoying thing about politics. They're so boring, but so important. Mm. So it's a very, it's very conflicting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want to know, but I should know because if, if I don't know, then I'm an asshole. But I don't want to know, but 
please tell me, I guess I have to. Please don't talk about it. Oh, I guess I have to know some things when I go voting. My usual thing when I go voting is just to vote for the party. Well, I, I've done this for the last, like, 15 elections. I've seen too many elections. <laughs> uh uh, uh, where I just find out which party is the biggest threat to uh, conservatism as a whole, uh-huh. and I just vote for that party. So you're almost a single issue voter. Yeah, I'm a single just uh, because conservatism is just it's uh, it's like the, the, the dark side of the force. Okay, I just I I have to be a Jedi whenever I vote. Okay, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, so. So the issue that happened. Yeah, I didn't really. Know. This was just. This was just uh, the uh, the in the Lord of the Rings movie, the part before the titles. <laughs> <laughs> then suddenly, it was the, the necessary exposition. Yeah, this was this was Kate Blanchett talking. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but now now we're in the Shire. We're in the Shire, okay. <laughs> and so. Everyone is just like, la, 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 I guess everything's okay. Nobody's died or anything. But then there's this tiny little issue about a pedophile that got, oh, what is Uppresnair? Pardoned. Pardoned. He got pardoned. And Co- who was he pardoned by? Well, he was pardoned by a group of fat men in ties. Mm. Those are the ones who do the pardoning. Yes. Uh, fat men with cigars and donuts. Well, not probably not donuts, but cleaner. Yeah. And, and badly brewed coffee. Mm. And they were uh, sitting, uh, they, they uh, did some signing. They probably just got a piece of paper and said, do you want to part to this pedophile? And uh, one or most, a lot of them went, sure, why not? I know this guy. He, 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 was a, he has a tie like I do. He is a fat guy with a tie and a cigar like I am. Oh, my God. So they uh, wrote uh, their name on the paper. When, when they pardon someone like that, do they give a reason? I don't know. I, I guess because it's, I think it's like, I knew him when, yeah, he was a nice guy. Sure, he like ruined some people with his sexual deviances, but he was nice to me. Uh, Something like that. We went to school together. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he never, he never raped me. So I guess I was a child at the time, <laughs> uh, but so was he. Yeah, it's, I mean, if you would find out that your a childhood friend were mm. a pedophile, yeah, and he had actually raped, like really, like raped uh, a child daily for years, yeah, would you go? Well, I mean. No, he's fun at parties. The, the, you don't even have like the answer to that question is no, you wouldn't because it's 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 morals. I know, and also like I've had friends, I've had like acquaintances, who I found out that actually did a, um, a sexual crime. Yeah, or even or beat up their girlfriend, mm. and that's. That's enough for me not to hang around with them any longer. Yeah, I, just, I would be the I same. just ghost them, really. Mm-hmm. I ghost those people uh, and wait for karma to. If you, if get they them. ever confronted you, would you tell them why? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I would. But uh, <clears throat> but there was a pardon. There was a pardon, and then later found out that one of the fat people with the cigars who pardoned the pedophile is the father of the prime minister, father of human shrek. 
And uh, so Human Shrek, he finds out about this pardoning of uh-huh. his father. Of not his father, his father's friend. His father's friend. He finds out about Papa pardoning a pedophile. <laughs> Papa pardoned a pedophile the other day. <laughs> In other news, the world is destroyed. Oh, Papa, why'd you have to pardon the pedophile? Um, and uh, What so did he do when he found out that his father had pardoned a pedophile? did no thing. Also known as nothing. <laughs> He did nothing. He, he did nothing. He so said, he, he hmm. didn't comment on it, didn't tell anyone. Actively, he <clears throat> suppressed the information. He actively suppressed the information, like any politician do- does with information that uh, can harm them. You suppress them the information. Uh-huh. It's, an, uh, it's, a, it's an age-old tradition. It's a tale as old as time, song as old as rhyme, beauty and the pedophile. <laughs> oh, my God. Suppression and the beast. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, this, of course, uh, is not... Well, this uh, comes into light. Which most things do, eventually. Yes, yes, do not try to suppress the beast. Especially if you are in politics or you are a public figure... Things that you do not wish to be public will one day become public. Yeah. If you hold in a fart forever, it will turn into diarrhea and you will shit your pants. That is beautiful. But this goes <clears throat> deeper than we understand. This goes deeper than we understand. And this has been hidden for years, right? Well... Uh, How long ago was the guy pardoned? I not that that excuses it. Well, he found out about the pardon. The pardoning happened just this year. Okay. Yeah. But uh, he found out about the partnering when it was happening and did nothing. And then uh, the fart turned into shit. The suppressed fart turned into uh, explosive diarrhea. Yep. And now there will be another election. Uh huh. Here's what bothers. Here's kind of what bothers me, and still, uh, I'm eerily calm about this whole thing. It's always fun to see a conservative government collapse. Mm-hmm. It's always fun. Uh, the party, the, the, the town was partying. Uh, uh, and, uh, but the thing is, I um, have this uh, pessimism that has grown over the years. Over mm. the years of being a citizen... In this country, which is known for collapsing governments through protest. Mm. And, uh, but after seeing that a couple of times, you realize that it doesn't matter. I mean, the independent party will be back. It might even just be elected again this election. It mm. happened last time because mm-hmm. of the Panama scandal. They were... Uh, the 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 independent party were a part of the Panama scandal, and they're in power again. And they're in power again. Mm. And uh, so this, I don't think it matters. There are well, there I, will, there's a huge section of people in Iceland <coughs> who will always vote for the independent party. I've always voted for the independent party. Why quit now, pedophile or not? Yeah, and. Uh, and uh, it's, it's and also if it doesn't get elected, it will get elected then again the next time because of the political pendulum. It's the political system kind of. I have 
I'm not all, without hope, but I have kind of a tiny, tiny bit of belief in mm. the system. But I think it's just, it's such a slow uh, evolution. Mm. It always, it's al- it always surprised me how uh, it was just a few years ago that uh, gay people couldn't get married. It, mm-hmm. was a few, it was only a few decades ago. Well, maybe... A few decades ago, compared to the whole human history, when women couldn't vote, it's always it was basically yesterday when things were shit. When it should have been the day before yesterday. Mm. I think, it, uh, yeah, I'm a pessimist when it comes to that, and I feel like uh, the independent party is like the herpes of Iceland. I it will always come back. One hundred percent agree with you in the fact that like it's getting upset about it doesn't really matter here and that the the moment that i kind of went well this system is a little bit shit um was remember when the panama papers happened and 20,000 people marched on parliament in protest and threw eggs and skeer uh-huh. at the yeah. at the parliament and 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 a big ruckus was made and and buzzfeed and all these uh-huh. places have reported about how much change happened from that protest uh-huh. yes. nothing happened yeah um, they got rid of one they he stepped down uh-huh. then he was back uh-huh. then he stepped down again then they replaced him with a guy who did exactly the same thing uh-huh. And when you ask people who are not completely informed, who were at the parliament, you know, they're like, how come you're not doing anything about it now? Their response is usually, but we marched, we did our bit. And this is why sometimes I I used to, even when I was younger, even when I was um, uninformed and didn't have a fully formed frontal lobe and, and, and was passionate and angry about stuff, I never protested. Yeah. Because I had this opinion that, I understand the visibility of protests, but what I feel they tend to create is a feeling in the minds of the participants that they did it. Yeah. That it's done. I did my bit rather than, I mean, and you only need to look at like, um, hate groups Uh to see that what they do actually tends to be more effective. They write letters. (laughs) <laughs> they they don't protest they write letters and they attend meetings and they 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 try and get people to invest money in in getting change legislated which is all in the name of hate but hate mm-hmm. is more organized yeah it's almost like terrorism is more organized terrorism is much more organized you know and it's it, it, this is I, I i mean i i look at this kind of stuff with what's happening in australia with the the marriage equality vote and, you know, there are so many protests, but it's like, yes, okay, you're visible, but you're visible in an age where if somebody doesn't agree with your protest, they're going to switch the TV off. If, yeah. if they don't agree with the message you're sending, they're going to unfollow you on Facebook and then they won't have to see it anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, uh, it, I, that's, that's where I kind of go. It doesn't matter unless you actually want to get up there and, and make some change. But most people are lazy and just want to be led along. Yeah, well, yes, that's, um, I mean, I've gone to a couple of, pro- when the, the uh, financial collapse was, that was the golden age of protesting. Mm. Uh, it went on for days and it was kind of, it was kind of when Iceland was winning at football. Everyone was together. Yeah. It had a, a sense of togetherness, a sense of community, and it was fun. So protests are fun that way, but it's it's always... Now, 
when I see that it really like in when you look back hindsight is 2020 and you see like the protests don't do anything I feel like okay what what can we do mm. what else can we do than protest because apparently the protest is, is just us get, getting together and listening to speeches and then there's a song yeah and then there's an election and it might change change things for a bit for a little while but not in the big picture that's mm. how I feel uh, from where I'm standing so I start to think so what else can I do as an artist maybe I can just do uh, write books that are my protests I could yeah. do my animal farm yeah but uh, um uh, animal farm didn't stop political corruption. It is not. <laughs> no, but okay. Now we're trying to. I, I mean, I guess. But there's no use to be like losing hope and stop. Uh, we have. We all have to put uh, our bits in. Mm. We all have to put our bits in. Put put your bits in and put your bits out. Put your bits in and you shake it all about. Well, yeah, we all have to do our thing. So I guess if we keep on doing our thing together over and over and over again, things might change a little bit. Mm. But I see it's so frustrating to not see those things happening unless in just really slow motion. So suddenly you're old, an old man with a hump sitting on a porch drinking that sweet summer wine and listening to the breeze as it comes in on the plantation. And then suddenly, things have changed. But you're too old to appreciate it. You're just sitting on that porch, drinking that sweet, sweet, sweet summer wine, listening to the breeze, listening to the breeze. So my embarrassment... <laughs> ...is the fact that I try to protest. Aha. Uh-huh. In my own way, which I always do. In, by ha- drawing? By drawing. Hello, my name is Ole, and I like to do drawings. And uh, I couldn't come up with one idea for a joke. I had this huge political scandal, which, which included the independent party... The party which is most fun to make fun of. Mm. And then pedophilia. One of like the three things I write joke about, mm. jokes about. Mm. So I should be, this should be easy. But uh, it wasn't. Nothing happened. You so came up with nothing? Nothing. So I wrote a joke about me trying to write a joke. So just a picture of me <laughs> sitting at my drawing table. Going bzzz, bzzz, overload, error, error. That was my joke. It still works. It's all right. But it's more like an existential uh, crisis, crisis yeah. joke than a political joke. Aww. You'll find one. Yeah, sure. I thought the one you posted the other day about the, the fat stranger with a hand up their ass was, was about it. Uh, <laughs> fat stranger? Oh, no, yeah. Oh, well, it wasn't. But that one. Was removed from Facebook. Why? I just, when I opened my computer yesterday, they had removed a cartoon. It's in, which this is what was the cartoon. A young girl is being groped in the ass by a a fat stranger. Yeah. And she says, way, a stranger is groping me. 
like groping my ass. I love it when that happens. Mm. And the fat stranger goes, you're welcome. And that was just a joke about the uh, like general uh, treatment of uh, women mm. and the objectification of the female race. And uh, uh, just something I idea uh, got when the last slut walk was, but I forgot yeah. to uh, draw it at that time because I was in Berlin drinking cocktails. Mm. So I just, oh, I'll just put it out now. And it got a, a great reaction. A lot of people loved it. And then the next morning it had been removed and with a small message from Facebook saying, uh, you need to read the Facebook guidelines again. Did it say someone had reported it? Yeah, well, it says it had, well, yeah, it says, I said something like that. Um, It was definitely reported. And the funny thing about jokes that are removed from my Facebook it's always a special kind of joke. Mm. It's not always the same joke, but it's in a special, like, I guess, section. It's um, uh, one joke. Well, remember when there was this whole marriage equality thing and they had this logo, which was the equal sign, mm. equals, uh, like a pink equal sign mm-hmm. on a red... Um, background. Ba- red yeah. background. And I drew like two uh, naked men with stick figure naked men with their stick figure penises mm-hmm. lying like they were the equal sign. I also did two naked women. These were removed because they offended someone. And, uh, uh, and uh, also one time a picture of Grilla, a mythological creature in Iceland, which is the mother of the 13 Santa Clauses. See, I, I drew her naked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that she was removed as well, and uh, it's never, it's never the jokes that I kind of find to be pushing the envelope. Yeah, yeah. it's never the jokes that I find to be actually. Whoa! I can't believe I drew that. That's mm. kind of nasty. That came from a dark place. People just nobody complains about that. But now, I, I also what, what first time it happened was. Uh, um, a joke with the with the film actors guild word in it. Aha. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna quote it. So now I'm just talking. About, no, okay. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying it. Yeah. There's a character beating up. Uh, there's like this bully beating up a, 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 a like a, a, a victim. Yeah. He goes scream for me faggot. And while uh, while he's doing it, two girls are are watching the bully and they're in love with hearts above their heads. Yeah. So it was a joke about girls being in love with assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he used used that word in a speech balloon, so it was removed. And I thought, oh, well, yeah, I know the villain was saying it, but I get it. It has the word in it. It's right there. Mm-hmm. If, it ha- if it would have the N-word, uh, it's the yeah. same thing. So, <clears throat> so that was... So I didn't write a letter. Actually, you misunderstood the joke. And, and you can't write letters like that to Facebook because... I they think don't care. They, they have a black hole for a bottomless pit where they throw letters like that. And, uh, yeah, so... So the, the gro- ass-groping thing, that didn't have, it didn't have ni- nipples or penises in it. They were fully clothed. Fully clothed. Mm-hmm. It had no... Uh, no slanderous words. Mm-hmm. That's the word for it. Slanderous? Yeah, no yeah. slanderous words. Yeah. Yes. And so, what in that joke 
broke the Facebook laws? I don't know. I, I don't even think it has. I think if someone reports it, they just say their reason why mm-hmm. and then it can be taken down. Yeah, that's they all. don't need they don't need it to. And they just say, I think when they say you need to check our guidelines, that's just their way of going. Oh, it breaks our guidelines because it offended somebody. Mm, yes. So anything can be taken down. Yeah, I, I I think that drawing should be kept up, but like gross maggots crawling out of a dog <laughs> should not be allowed to pop up in my Facebook feed. Does that happen? That happened yesterday. There was some viral video about a dog that had these things crawling out of its skin and it didn't even have the, you know how sometimes it's like warning graphic content and then you have to click on it. It just showed this picture. I've been trying three days to get that out of my head. I can't eat anything with holes in it right now. Oh, God. Uh, I went to have cheese on toast this morning, realized it was Swiss. I had to throw it out. (laughs) (laughs) That that shit shouldn't be allowed. I don't know. Trigger warning, please. I mean, you can erase it from your mind, though. You just have to poke. Your mind with a, a, a lightning stick. Yes. Yes, that's how you're ready. Or just eat some beans. It's a lightning stick. It's like a Swiss knife. It has so many features. It has so many features. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my embarrassment is actually on behalf of my mother. Mm. Yes, because my mother is so great at the Facebook um, that she loves to post... Um, uh, wonderful things uh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit of the beginning of a post that she she posted yesterday. Certainly, in the most difficult moments of your life, you realize who your true friends or the people who really appreciate you are. Unfortunately, most friendships they leave you but still send you a like. But in reality, they, in reality, they do not take time to read your status. If they see it's lengthy, it's like, oh, here we go. (laughs) More than half will stop reading right here. I already stopped before. Mm -hmm. Or have already scrolled on with with the next post in their newsfeed. Then I scroll down and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. What is this about? And then I see the word cancer. Okay. And it said, cancer is very invasive and destructive to your body. I'm thinking, oh my God, what is she not telling me? Um, uh, in your buddies, it goes on about fighting cancer. And then finally, please, in honor of a family member or a friend who died or is still fighting cancer or even have cancer, but is healed, copy and paste this into. And so then I responded, I was really annoyed because I like, this is my mother is clickbaiting me. (laughs) And I just said, mom, read this to yourself. It sounds like you're telling people you have cancer. Yeah. And she just responded, no, it's just a post for cancer awareness. Stop filling my newsfeed with shit. (laughs) I wasted 10 minutes of my life trying to figure that out going, has my mother been hiding the fact that she has cancer from me? Anyway, that was my embarrassment of the week. (laughs) Well, yeah, I feel for you. So for like a, a half a minute, you were afraid for your mother's life because of her inability to be articulate on Facebook. Or her inability to realize that people don't want chain mail <laughs> constantly fucking posted on their wall. Her and I have, a, I have an aunt as well that constantly send mm. me messages yeah. going, no one ever sends these along. Send this 
to five people you know, and an angel will grant your wish. <clears throat> what? Chainmail is also like it's a it's a common misconception that it's a good protection for uh, lightning sticks. <laughs> But because of all the chains of the metal, it actually mm. is a conductor of uh, lightning. Yes. So it actually is is not. Yeah, good. I remember fighting uh, like a horde of uh, chain mailed bee people, mm-hmm. and they thought they were being protected from a lightning. It stick, took one lightning yeah, stick. Yeah, they just conducted each other yeah. and killed them with Boom. one. Yeah. Like like putting a, a toaster in a barrel full of fish. Yeah, I got like five hundred experience points. Yeah, <laughs> you're not in a game. <laughs> but I guess is it a quick update time for Operation Sex God? Bleep blorp, bleep blorp. <laughs> I'm still sober. Yes, congrats. Yeah. yeah, there was only one. I had one glass of wine right. uh, at the end of my shift at work last night. <clears throat> But um, I'm going to come right and say, you know, I read many things online about people who go completely sober for long periods of time and how their life improves. I can tell you it's been over a week now and I have noticed no difference. Uh, <laughs> no, it'll take, you have to... It'll take a while. Run up that hill. You have, you have yet to reach the top. Running up that hill. Yeah, if you only could make, make a, deal a deal with, with God. God and get him to switch your places. Yeah, I did get asked by someone last night when he said after because I had a, a long end of my shift, and he said to me, "So you're going to get drunk tonight?" I said, "No," and he asked me why, and I told him, "You know, I'm just been going sober," and he said, "How are you so strong?" Well, it's I mean how I've, since I like Matthew. Exactly two years ago. Yeah. Uh, then I've never. I, I, You've never really known me as a sober person. No, not for so long. Yeah. Maybe for two days. Yeah. Yeah. And this is this is a this is, this in, is Iceland. Client, in, in Iceland. It's it's. I so think it's a week now. I think yeah. More yeah. than a week. Well, I mean, if you include the wine, then I I guess I mean, does that do I start over? I <laughs> no, you can have the exceptions. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's more than a week. Like yeah. it's pretty much like I got back from, um, from Hungary. Yeah. And then, like a couple days after that, I just right. decided. And I, I I think the main thing is it's just I just know how many calories are in booze, but I just don't want to die. <laughs> No, no. And I, I, no. I think the big thing for me, if anyone who wants to do this, is I spent like a whole afternoon looking at... The first thing I did was look at horror stories of people who've ruined their lives, not by being non... Like, by being functioning alcoholics. People who, who are just like, yeah, I'm going to drink, and then eventually they get to 40 and realize they need a liver transplant. Right. Um, you should also try to uh, Google uh, sober celebrities. Yeah, well, that was the other thing yeah. I did do. I looked at, I tried to look at people I admire, especially comedians, uh-huh. and and look at uh, at people who don't drink. Like, for instance, you know, Kathy Griffin has never had a drop of alcohol her entire life. That's weird. It is weird. She's she's the Pautloskar of Outlanders. Mm. And Palle has never has never had no. had booze. But also, like, um, I, I started looking at, at people who I admire who have given up drinking mm-hmm. and their stories about... And it, it's... I think I, I, I... The one thing I will notice is different now is I get more done. 
Oh yeah, I remember that from being sober. Yeah, I just uh, you know I I don't want to lie in bed until midday. If I I mean I'm still tired and and you still feel hungover a lot when you wake up, but that's just being over thirty, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I get a lot more done and more focused. That's great. I absorb more information. Mm-hmm. You're I, like Neo suddenly. I Neo, but I with, I, with a slight caffeine uh, addiction. Tra- tremor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's that that's my update. How about yours? Well, I've uh, not been drinking since, since uh, the month started, with of course the exceptions of um, yeah. wine with uh, food, and when uh, you get free drinks, and when I get free drinks, mm-hmm. and when I've done a whole day of tiling with my super lady friend mm-hmm. or when I have an anxiety attack and need to drink myself down mm-hmm. or up or whatever mm. or I mean those are the only not many exceptions no, no, yeah, not yeah, at all yeah, yeah. or when I'm in Finland or you still look even thinner than when I saw you last week well like actually I'm drinking a lot less I'm not uh, I well f- well there's another exception when you're uh, hosting like uh, a cult movie night of course yeah. you may drink then raise your hand you yeah. may drink uh, all, also a little bit uh-huh, too much uh-huh. if you want to yeah. if you want to yeah 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 which I did and um, <clears throat> but uh, except for that I've been I've been just very busy working that's my sex god thing my real sex god thing is my my focus is on well ironically it's on my uh, inability to be focused mm. Because I'm just, I am waiting for the giver of pills. Yep. And I will go see him uh, later in next month. So until then, I just have to rely on and when that happens, brain. will you become like Bradley Cooper in Limitless? I, f- I constantly think about Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's my fantasy, like. Well, I have two, like, fant- like uh, fantasies that are, that is... If I could take a pill which mm. would make me actually have control over everything, mm. or if I could go back in time with the mind I have now. And yeah. I, was, I was deciding, oh, I would go when I was 16, I would start from there. No, 13. No, 6. I'm going to go back to when I was 6 with this brain. Oh, I'm going to be a superhero. Would you be a superhero or just, you could just be an outstanding child actor? A child actor? <laughs> Why would it be an actor? Because you'd set yourself up for life. You'd be able to hit emotional marks that, oh, yeah, that no child you, If could. you go back in time, if I go back to the year 1983 mm. and have this brain, I can just... Okay, what do I remember from history? I could the Berlin do, Wall was still up. Yeah. Yeah. I could do, like, I could have... Uh, uh, I could have bats. Take bats. I do bats. And I bet it will happen in 89. Oh, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, the same year as the first Batman movie will change cinema history. And, uh, yeah, well, I will have most of my uh, history knowledge is when movies premiered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, also... And you could predict, you could put bets on who's going to win Oscars? Yeah, I could predict (gasps) 9-11. I think 9-11 will happen at the... Hmm... 
11th of the 9th? And everyone will say, what's 9-11? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, it's that thing that Muslims blew up. Remember Muslims blew up 9-11? No, wait, that was in the future. <laughs> and then you would become the lead suspect. Yes. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's the problem. You'd be getting waterboarded by Condoleezza Rice. Oh, God. You know, if I go back in time to stop all the... Uh, disasters, and then they just think I did it. Then and you then, caused them, and all. then I just live, have a much worse life with a like out, outstanding brain, but being constantly tortured. Oh my god, that would be American an amazing soldiers. movie! Yeah, because everyone around you is so stupid. Yeah. Oh, it's like uh, it's like uh, uh, Sam in that movie. Uh, Sam in Idiocracy. No, no, in Quantum uh. Leap, when he goes goes like he. Uh, you remember Quantum Leap? Yeah, I do. I used to love it as a child. <laughs> oh, boy. He, he, oh, boy. He'd wake up and look in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I have Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> People who don't know that show have no idea what you You have to right see now. Quantum Leap. It's oh. amazing. Uh, it's a quantum leap. It's about a guy who time travels between people. He he like uh, Each possesses bodies. Bodies, yeah. And and he's his whole thing was. I, I remember in the first episode, he just wanted to experience time travel, but then realized he had no control over getting back. So the whole series about him trying to get back yeah, to his yeah, own life, to get back home. Yeah. And then there was the opening credits, <laughs> and it took five minutes. It was back in the days when opening credits for television shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, wow, this is this, this is, is our really own music long. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Who was the the sidekick guy? He was, was he like a hologram? Dean Stockwell. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was a hologram from the future. Yeah, who, who has a pocket computer which has uh, uh, all the information he yeah, needed about Ziggy. Uh, artificial in, uh, intelligence called Ziggy. Well, I remember though, even as a child, watching that and going, he has all the information on the timeline, but he never is able to access it till he's there, and doesn't know how to just program to get back home. Yeah, I think the uh, the computer was kind of uh, uh, chaotic and. Because it was actually, it had an unknown factor in it, which decided where he would go. Yeah. Because he had to go to different time periods to uh, save little things, save like a, a a young woman from suicide. And then once he did it, he was allowed to jump yeah. to the next. But that, here's the thing. What kind of uh, a computer algorithm has to do good deeds throughout the history of time? And then it's, there was like theory that it was God. And that, this show was very popular among Christians because mm. it's very Christian. It is very Christian. When you, I never thought about that. I'm going to have to watch it again. Oh, it's nice. And it's very sappy and very... doesn't age well I remember off. Quantum Leap and MacGyver was on just afterwards. And they, they were my Friday night TV yeah, yeah, watching yeah, yeah, as yeah. kids. Yeah. Quantum Leap. And, my, and we'd always have like, that would be our takeout night. And everyone would be allowed to go watch their own things. Right. And then we'd have to come back together on Saturday and watch a movie as a family. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Quantum Leap and MacGyver. And Baywatch was before Quantum Leap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a whole Friday night of viewing. Oh, so what do you think of Baywatch? I used to love it. Yeah. I used to, like, I remember being a kid and in the pool, that's what we would play. Mm-hmm. Let's let's play Baywatch. And then everyone would pretend to drown and then, you know, <laughs> and then someone would try and save them. And you'd, you'd say words that, like, um, they called the, like, the, the little thing that that floats out in the ocean. In America, it's called a buoy. Yeah. But in Australia, we call it a boy. In Iceland, it's booyah. Booyah. But... 
I remember we always used to say, I'm going to swim out past the buoy, but we didn't know what we were saying. Because <laughs> we just were like, what? Because you'd, you'd hear them say buoy, and I go, oh, I well, wonder yeah. where the buoy is, because well, they're yeah. swimming out past that buoy. Oh, no, so you would never swim past a buoy. No, because that's where it gets dangerous. I didn't get one that one this swim year. Pa- oh, I would never swim oh. past the buoy. Oh, anyway, it's it's now time for uh, how old to speak. Australian. Now I wrote down some things that I've never told you before uh-huh. to see if uh, you know what they are. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> So, um, there were three things. One is the word choice. Choice, that means something great. Yeah, have you heard it? That's choice. Yeah, I've oh, heard that's, it somewhere. It's fucking choice. Yeah. Yeah? Um, what about have a squiz? That's going for a piss. Nope. Uh, you're jerk, jerk off. Nope. Squiz, have a squiz. You're gonna have a juice box. No, <laughs> You're gonna that's a prima. Uh, squiz, um, it's uh, it's water games, like water, like uh, water sports. No, no, with piss. No, no, it's uh, is it piss? <laughs> <laughs> no, to have a squiz just means to have a look at something. Oh, have a squiz. Oh, at some piss. Like if I was writing something, I go have a squiz at this. Have a squiz at my piss. And the other way you can say is to have a gander. Uh, a doctor would say, can I have a squiz at your piss? Can I have a squiz at squiz at your piss? <laughs> What's, a patient walks in. What seems to be the problem, mate? Oh, me prostate's playing up. All right, here's a, here's a jar. Here's a squiz at your piss. <laughs> I'll, I'll just sit in here. You come back in two shakes. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I have a couple of ones for you. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, okay, I all of those words to me sound like incorrect pronunciation of words I know. Okay. Like it's I, when you say li, I think clear, which is a break. Orde, mm. uh, I, I think like like power <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay now okay now no, you're on you're on wild street yes or well i do have my lightning stick yeah okay <laughs> i'll take you off the wild streets by putting you into the light okay um <clears throat> thaka. i i can't uh, thaka is this part of thank you right yes yeah thank you yeah Fyrir. for he is warm I thank you for warm. Ord. Pow, pow, pow. Ord. Words. Oh, words. Oh, how did I, I not Thank you for wor- warm, warm words. Imen gard. Gardur is. Imen, so my. Gar- on my. Garden. On my garden. Thank you for the warm words in on, my garden. In my garden. Mm-hmm. What it is that mean? Is that when you pee outside? No, it means thank you for the compliment. Oh, <laughs> thank you for the warm words in my garden. That's beautiful. Okay, and here's another one. Ye kema fjöllum. I came. Yeah. <laughs> fjöllum. Yeah. F- f- On the fjöll. glacier. Yeah. Well, no. Jökull er glacier. Fjöll. Eya flat. Eya fjalla jökull means yeah. island mountain glacier. Mountain. So I came from the mountain. Yeah. I come from. It basically says you came from fjöllum. You came from fjöllum. It means uh, I I come from mountains. 
It means I have no idea what you're talking about. It means as I, in like I'm not a city folk. Yeah, yeah, it, but it basically means uh, when people are talking about something, everyone is talking about. For example, did you hear the one about the Papa pardoning the pedophile? I come from mountains. I come from mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I've been at mountains. I've never heard what about is, a papa pardoning a What pedophile. is news? <laughs> I live outside. What is electricity? Very, very good. Should we go for gay it to me straight? Gay it to me straight? Yes! Gay it to me straight! Gay it to me straight! I have a question. It's about sexuality. Gay it to me straight! Bleep, Lord. <laughs> what is it? I have nothing. I was hoping you would start out. Oh, you I, sounded like you, you had uh, one. I probably have it in my pocketbook. Maybe you could do a, a, an advertisement. We have something on the 4th. Yes, on the 4th of October, it is the eve of Hulli's aging. Uh, he is going to turn 40 on the stroke of midnight, or as they say in Iceland, the stroke of midnight. Uh, and we're going to do a live podcast. It's been quite a while since we've done a live podcast in Australia. And uh, and that, yeah, that's that's going to happen uh, at Hurra. Yes. Yeah, Hurra. It starts at 10 p.m. Uh, yeah, it would start at 10 p.m. Uh, it starts around 10 p.m. It's going to be a late one. It is a Wednesday. And at the stroke of midnight, you can all stroke my midnight stick it, lightning. Let's have some fun. This beat is stick. Is sick. I want to take a ride on your lightning stick. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and yeah, it's, it's going to be super fun. It's been a while since we've done a live one. Uh, and that is happening on the 4th of October. And then you turn 40. <clears throat> yes, I will turn 40. That is weird. Yeah. Did you, did you have one? I have nothing. We'll just not have a gate to straight. I do. I, I did have a question. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, you just that, that was just so we can cut the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah later. Yeah. Um, uh, my question was, I overheard a conversation the other day. Um, oh, there you can see the sound bars of those claps. Yeah. <laughs> Stop mentioning the claps. <laughs> um, <laughs> what claps? Um, uh, I, I overheard a conversation the other day of some uh, uh, some guys in the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Um, they were foreign, so they were not speaking Icelandic. They were speaking English. Um, uh, I think they were, yeah, they were British. And they were in the cheese section. Oh. And they picked up the sliced cheese. And one of the guys says, yeah, mate, what's this from my job, in it?" And... Is a I don't know, mate. Is a a vagina first thing in the morning, and he was referring to peeling cheese apart. You have asked this. Oh yeah, twice I have. before. Twice. Yes. Oh, it's just been on my mind a lot lately. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Never mind. I don't have one. Um, okay. So it's time for the <laughs> ads of agony. We've got a couple. The ads of agony. Bleep lorp. Bleep lorp. Uh, so the first question can comes all the way. From Poland. Is it from Harry Connick Jr.? It's from Harry Connick Jr. He wanted to get in last week, but he got in too late and we'd already finished recording. Right. And his question was about how to quit smoking because he said he's tried on several occasions Uh and has not been successful. 
Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> did you were you ever ever addicted to smoking? Um, I was. I smoked from like I think probably like fifteen until twenty. Mm-hmm. Then I quit for nearly ten years, and then I then my life fell apart, and I just took up smoking again, and then I stopped. Yeah, you weren't really a big smoker when your life fell like post life falling apart. Mm, no, I was more like when I was out. Yeah, stress smoker. Yeah, uh, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. Comp, uh, people smoker. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think the big thing when it comes to giving up stuff is a lot of people just go, oh yeah, just go cold turkey or do patches or. But I think you kind of have to address why you started in the first place. Yes, I well, I am not. Uh, I wouldn't be able to give good advice when it comes to this because I've never been addicted to smoking. Mm. I can only if I smoke like sober, mm. I will get a stomachache. So I smoke when I'm drinking, mm. and then I smoke a lot. But uh, uh, so my like smoking habit is connected to my drinking habit, and mm-hmm. if I'm not drinking a lot, I'm not smoking a lot. So. Uh, <clears throat> I think smoking is just p- a part of my partying, really. But I've, uh, like, I'm trying to remember if people uh, people are known who stopped quit smoking. Mm. And, you know, there are many ways to do it. People change over to the e-cigarettes. Yeah. And they do the snus where they put that thing in your lip. You do that. I do do that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, that hurts my gums. Yeah. I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive against the uh, tobacco. Stimulants. Yes, stimulants. They, they. I am sensitive to stimulants. But I. Hello. I am sensitive to stimulants. Do you have good stimulants? I'm not sensitive to light stimulants, for example. You sound like a really terrible Russian dating video. Hello, my name Victor. I'm sensitive to stimulants. <laughs> I look for a lovely wife who make good potato cakes. Remember what I said about stimulants. <laughs> I am sensitive to them. It's very important you know this before going on date. Please do not bring me to place with a lot of stimulants. <laughs> but for Harry Cutting Jr., I think it is important, in my opinion... When trying to give up something, I think you have to understand why you started it in the first place. Because yeah. Because if you haven't dealt with that... So you think everyone starts because of some sort of a trauma? No, no, no. But if you didn't start because of it, or if you, you have to understand, I think when you're giving up smoking, you have to understand why do I smoke? Obviously, because you're addicted to it. Also because it's very cool. It, it, some, sometimes people have a romantic idea about it. Sometimes you've been doing it so long that it's just become a habit. Whenever there's someone smoking in a movie, it always looks cool. It even does. Though, even though it's like officially not been cool for years, but I, it's always cool in a movie. I think the coolest smoker in TV is Jessica Lange. Yes, she's a very cool smoker. She is yeah. amazing. In, in American Horror <clears throat> Story, every time she smokes, you're like, ah, I just want to have a cigarette with her. Steve McQueen was a big uh, smoker and he was actually, I think he was uh, like, he had a deal. Mm. With a, a cigarette company, and mm. he smoked himself to death. He was always smoking in his movies. Mm. Uh, and Humphrey Bogart was also made co- smoking very cool. Mm. And when James Bond does it, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. And of course, Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang, yeah. yeah. 
She uh, smokes and cries in every scene in American Horror Story. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but because I've always thought that that might be a part of the problem that it's so cool. Mm. So, but it's never going to be cool if James Bond suddenly stuffs his lip with snooze <laughs> and has a has a smile where he, he, one of his half of his lip has to yeah. stay down to keep it to keep it in. Or he looks yeah. like sometimes when people it looks over, like he's from who? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Sometimes when they they overstuff with the snooze, they look like I feel like people. people when with snooze in their lips, they look like they want to beat you up. There's something about like their upper lip being I, tight like a that. A friend of ours, Johannes Inke, told me that the first time he saw it with me with it in my lip he's like you look super butch when you yeah. have it in yeah <laughs> because you don't smile anymore <laughs> it's funny yeah 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 um and that's what i always thought like why if you if you don't want to smoke why change i never understood why it would i mean you have to be really addicted to the nicotine mm. In order, to, if if being cool is not a factor any longer, you just have to stuff it in your lip and look like a Hoovelian. Well, or or maybe you know some people like the nicotine, but they don't like the lung feeling. Yeah, well, yeah, it kind of when you've been smoking a lot, mm. uh, especially in a cold country where you're prone to things like chest infections and. And and then it, you know they can turn into pneumonia if you're a smoker as well. Yeah. So it's yeah, but I would say work out why you smoke and then start from there. Uh, also, or do like maybe you can uh, uh, like have some sort of a tor- self torture system when you where you're electrocuted whenever you have a smoke. Yeah. That's- or, or, yeah. Do you I, know, I, I studies imagine. show that works. Yeah, I, there was also against drinking uh, for drinking. There, there was, was a, a medication yeah. that if you have one bit of alcohol in your system, it will make you feel like you're going to throw up. Yeah, they uh, give it to people who are alcoholics. They did. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a comedian. Um, oh my god, I can't even remember Fiona O'Loughlin in Australia. Oh. She had a very public battle with alcoholism, where she actually at the height. She had just become huge, was performing in this massive arena in my hometown of Brisbane, fell unconscious during her set because she was drunk. Wow. And then her management said to her um, the next day, so what are we going to do? And she said, well, tell them I'm an alcoholic because I am and I don't want to be anymore. Mm-hmm. And so she takes medication every day. And that's that's what works for her because she knows if she has one drop of, of alcohol she's gonna I heard that George Best famous footballer did the same thing he was a big alcoholic always showed up uh, 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 very hungover to games mm. he did very well at many of those games but he still thought man I can't do this if yeah. I wanna, my name is Best I want to be the best so he uh, he took those t- t- uh, medication and all it did was just make him a very uh, sick very a lot of the time because, because he kept drinking. <laughs> he kept drinking anyway. Oh my god! They also with the I watched a documentary before that medication was available. It came out of trials in Russia. Yes, where they would put the alcoholic patient on a bed, uh-huh. give them a sip of vodka, and then inject them with this stuff, yeah. and ask them how it made them feel, and yeah. go, "Do you want the antidote?" I think what uh, our friend uh, in Poland should do is this. Mm. He should uh, find a like lightning a, stick. A lightning oh. stick. <laughs> a dog. Yeah. 
But uh, I, I, like I haven't trained to attack you every time you mm. put a cigarette in your mouth. Mm. So whenever you put a cigarette in your mouth, uh, like this <coughs> huge dog will try to bite your face. Massive omen-style Doberman. Yeah, yeah, Rottweiler. Yeah. And uh, you, you want your face? Yeah. I mean, you've seen his face. I've. It, it's a pretty face. It's a pretty yeah. face. Yeah. You don't want to have it mauled by a dog. No. No, that would be that would be a catastrophe. Yeah. Well, you could also train a cat. Astrophy. Okay. Ah. <laughs> That's and, a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I think we should always end it on a really bad joke. But we have one more answer bag. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, and it's from uh, uh, Emma Houchin of Australia, who has asked, uh, what is the best way to become confident, confident in interviews and have stage presence? It's so hard to say you're awesome at things without sounding like a dag. So, well, you don't have to. Well, should you have to say you're awesome at things? Well, some. I guess. I guess the point there is that often when people are interviewing you, it's because you're really good at something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, how? What is the best way to be confident in interviews? I don't know. I mean, I, I've done so many interviews. It's it's easier for me to do interviews than to interact like normally in social situations. I would agree with you. Because I usually have heard all the questions before. I mean, your performance today is uh, labored at best. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just phoning. I'm phoning it in. Phoning it in. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, what I've always... Uh, what I think is a good trick, mm. when, which I used early on, if I'm speaking publicly... It, I think it would uh, be the same thing and uh, it w- could also work for interviews. It's just to speak slowly. Mm-hmm. If you speak slowly, it sounds like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And you will have time to find out how to end that sentence. Yes. As you started saying. Yes. And uh, you don't have, you can, you can say, you can agree that you're awesome without ever have to, having to say that you're awesome in yeah. the interview. It's true. If you're gonna say it, you're awesome. You're gonna come. Uh, you're gonna look like, uh, sound like a dick. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so in, in, if the interviewer say, says, uh, "So what's it like to be awesome?" You would say something like, "Oh, that's very kind of you. Mm. Uh, it's very wrong. It's just I'm very good at pretending to be awesome. Yeah. But in fact, I am. Uh, I am uh, inside. I'm shaking like a leaf." I'm afraid uh, I'm a scared little mouse. I think as well, if you haven't done a lot of interviews before, if it's about something that you know quite well, it's helpful to, because you know it better than the person Uh who's interviewing you, you know what questions they're probably Uh going to ask. So spend some time coming up with what are they going to ask you? And okay, how can I say this? Uh And how can I get... Because especially if you're doing like a radio interview, you yeah. know you're going to be there for like seven minutes. Yeah, and also if you are answering a question that you've uh, answered a million times, don't answering answer it like you've answered it a million times. Pretend it's the first time you heard it, so that when you're answering it, it sounds like you uh, 
uh, you got it going on. You know what's happening. Mm. You could do it by by doing like pretend hesitations. Mm -hmm. Or you could just do the Jeff Goldblum. You go like, well, life finds a way. way. <laughs> but uh, another another insider tip if if you get stumped yeah um in an interview because like someone finally asks you a question you've never been asked before and you're not prepared always say that's a really good question uh -huh. because yeah. it buys you time yeah. and lets the interviewer know they've done a good job yes yes exactly that's a really good question i think i think that was a really good answer and on that note Takk fyrir að hlusta.